0: Welcome to the Power of Insights. This podcast is designed for helping people who are looking for lifelong change. My name is Uri Kareos and I'm a state-of-mind coach helping individuals and business have lasting transformation. Today I would like to introduce to you Mark Silverman. He's a coach working with people with which are already very successful. He believes that every human being has the ability to be happy and fulfilled. In this episode, we spoke about how suicide can be avoided, the importance of seeking help because it's hard to do it alone. We are all on this journey together. We discussed the significance of self-love, the difference between being a loving guy, kind to other people, doing favors for others, and what true self-love really is, which is being transparent, and being with humans without expectations and what it means to be authentic and bring that into the world. Enjoy. Welcome. I'm so excited to interview today's guest because he had, is authentic and truthful from my perspective. I would like to introduce to you Mark Silverman. Welcome, Mark.
1: Thank you. I'm just thrilled to be here. This is so fun.
0: I am, as I said, I'm so excited and happy to see you on this podcast because I think you have so many things to share with my audience. And could you please share a little bit about yourself?
1: Uh, so where, you know, like where, where do I start? My mother named me Mark. I okay. uh, spent the rest of my life trying to live into that, right? And, uh, uh, you know, the, the origin story was uh, alcoholic, drug addict, sex addict, homeless, right? Uh, then got sober. Uh, went to college, you know, went to college in my thirties, uh, became successful, you know, you know, went from homeless to driving a Lexus convertible in a millionaire in six to eight years. I'm, you know, my joke is I'm a short Jewish Tony Robbins, you know, like that direction. But then I spent the next several years, uh, you know, maybe 15 years in the high tech industry as a sales guy, uh, you know, running and gunning and working that stressful situation. Raising my kids, uh, trying to make marriage work, and that happened, and uh, and along the way, staying sober, trying to find some semblance of spirituality, find some semblance of uh, uh, ability to cope with the pressures. Because you know I'm kind of an introvert, and being out in the in the world was kind of tough. So I really clinged to anything self help, anything spiritual, anything that would ground me in a, in a world that seemed to work go too fast for me. I was really wildly successful. Uh, Fast forward 15 years, marriage fell apart, uh, career started falling apart, and that's how the whole midlife thing, which is my focus, shows up, is, is that what was driving me started to crack, like the, the fear of failure, the not wanting to be seen as who I used to be, such a failure, uh, was driving me, but something else was calling to me. And then uh, after, I, after I separated from my wife, I got really, really sick and depressed, Really, really sick and depressed. And it's stone cold sober, which was really a disappointment to me. You know, I followed all the rules. I stayed sober uh, for 20 years and it still just wasn't going to work. And my journey to becoming an executive coach, to becoming a transformational coach, whatever we want to call it, was my crawling out of that depression and that self hatred and finding joy and love and uh, love for myself and forgiveness and life and me wanting to share it with other people. So that's, that's kind of my story in a nutshell.
0: Wow, thank you very much for sharing. That's quite a powerful story. And when you were talking about your youth, when you were young, you had that struggle, and then you become this a person who can earn a six-figure salary. But if a person listening to us right now, and he goes through the same struggle as you used to when you were a kid or you were in your adulthood, what advice can you give to him? How, 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 how did you cope with that? How everything changed for you? Can you give him a picture? Can you paint him a picture to see, maybe he can see something different in your story.
1: So I'm actually, I'm going to to tell you a story. So uh, several years after my third crash and burn, when, when I was talking about when my Mm -hmm. marriage broke up and I got really sick, um, I had, I was in, uh, Los Angeles with a mutual friend of ours, Rich Litvin. And, mm-hmm. uh, and I, I remember I was at this conference for coaches and I was, um, I was still a sales guy, but I was working on becoming a coach. And, uh, I was walking through, uh, not Santa Monica, like Venice, uh, uh, Venice beach and, um, uh, um, what's what's right next to Venice beach. Um, yeah. Uh, the Santa Monica, Venice Beach, and then Marina Del Rey. Okay, and I'm, man, walking man. Through, I'm walking through there, and I realized that the, the weather was beautiful, and the sun was setting, and it was just gorgeous. And I was with the people I love, and I was oh. you know, having a career I wanted, and my, you know, my finances were great, and my kids were doing great, and my ex-wife was healing, and we were healing. And I was like, oh my goodness, things change. Right. Like so when you're in the dumps, if you just keep putting one foot in front of the other, things are going to change and you never know where you're going to show up. Right. So I I said, you know, and I called my brother who had been through all the crash and burn with me. And I and I said, I'm walking through uh, uh, Venice Beach in California, and I just can't believe a a few years ago I would have told you life was over. And now I'm living like this joyous, amazing, connected life. So yeah, that's, that's what I want to tell people. And I, you know, like, like, uh, if you're having troubles, one, you get to create your life, but that's, I only know that in hindsight. I didn't know that then. Right. Uh, that, you know, if you, if you surround yourself with the right people, and again, the right people, you know, your, your posse, your, your, your community uh, is essential to lift you up out of whatever your head has decided to put you in. For me, that's, uh, that's, that was the key. To surround yourself with people who are going to help you get out of that hole so that you can actually see what you can create in life.
0: Well, in other words, seek help. If you find yourself in a difficult situation, seek help. Always, Sur- surround always. yourself with the right people and look for advice and ask for help. That's, I think, it's doing, very doing important. Doing it alone
1: yeah. is ridiculous. You know, I've been, I've been harping on this, you know, guy, men my age, middle, you know, middle-aged uh, mm-hmm. men with a little bit of gray in their beard and, and uh, are the, the, the fastest growing rate of death is suicide. Yeah. It's crazy you know, and because we want to do it alone and we see, you know, we we fail and we think that it's the end of the world. And if we're not killing ourselves, we're getting heart disease. We're getting diabetes. We're, we're having heart attacks. We're, we're alcoholism, drug addictions, affairs, all this stuff, because it's so hard to cope. And we try and do it alone, this maverick society and every mental health professional. I talk to every self-help person, every spiritual endeavor, is, don't do it alone. We can, on, we can only survive together. It's a, it, you know, memes for a 100 that are actually true. We're in this together. We can only survive together.
0: Yeah, definitely, definitely, Mark, because you touched on something which is, I think is very um, common in our, in, our, in our times, which is the suicide part. People commit suicide because they're afraid. They think of themselves not being as successful as they thought they could be. Or they have some struggle and they don't don't see the light of the end of the tunnel and they give up on life, and that that's quite quite sad. But I used
1: to I used to think I used to think that you know like I read an article once that suicide uh-huh. was um, selfish, yes, and uh, you know to be mad at the people who committed suicide it's so such a selfish act and all the records they leave behind, and I have a I have a very different view now that I was suicidal that I was is and that I've talked to people now who. who we're suicidal, is that if they could see another way, if they would choose another way. The reason I did not commit suicide was because uh, it was unconscionable to me to leave that legacy for my kids, and because I surrounded myself with people who told me there was something else available. So I had an avenue to come out of, right? The people who commit suicide absolutely do not see another opportunity, another choice. So, so that's, you know, that's, that's terrifying, you know, to, to be breathing, living and breathing and walking on earth where every moment is new, but not to be able to see the next moment. That's that's heartbreaking to me.
0: So before we start this interview, you said you're seven years coaching and you, you're doing a wonderful work, by the way. I, I looked at your website and everything is so professional and so well done. Congratulations on that. Also, I was watching one of your conversation with Rich Litwin, and um, you spoke that you're being trained by the best coaches in the world, which I think is true, based on your records and what I've seen you. And uh, you said something which is stuck with me till today, which now is work on being you, on Mm. being still, on working on that part of you, or that letting that voice out. Can you speak a little bit about that, please?
1: You know, it's interesting. I was I was talking to someone last night about uh, you know she's a, she's a new coach, and she was talking about being accredited. You know, she went to these mm-hmm. accredited programs. She says, "Where did you train?" And I was like, "Oh, shoot, I'm not accredited. Uh, what I did do was fly all over the world, uh, spent about a half million dollars <laughs> uh, to train with the best people, like Rich Litvin, like you know, going Whoa. to see." Wow. You see you know, Steve Chan, like just just going, hanging out with shaman and business coaches and sex coaches and sitting on the floor of the desert and doing all these, you know, doing all the work that I needed to do for myself to find mastery for myself. And, you know, I'm an infant at that, but do, doing that kind of work. But in the in the process, I wanted to be like this shaman. I wanted to be Rich Litvin. I wanted to be, you know, like I, 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 I tried on different personas, different Modalities because we get trained and we, you know, is this the way I want to coach? Should I coach this way? Am I an intuitive? Am I an executive coach? And we were talking about this before is, you know, if you look at my background, if you're seeing the video, you can see the background and you see Buddha and you see, you know, you see um, Ganesh and you see all kinds of spiritual stuff. But if you look at my website, it's clean, it's professional. I'm an executive coach. I walk in the glass buildings wearing a Hugo Boss suit, right? And, and how, do we, how do we reconcile all of that? when uh, people hire me to help them get promotions, to make more money, to build businesses, right? Uh, uh, When what I really actually do is introduce them to God, introduce them to spirit, introduce them to themselves, uh, show them that there is more happening than what's happening in their brain. And how do I reconcile all of that? So that's been the last several years of taking all the alchemy uh, of of everything I've learned all the people that I've taken in to me to learn from and now turn it into what do I bring into the world and uh and it's only been the past year or two that I've actually been able to bring my heart my just you know all of my heart all of my uh em- em- empath uh ability into the corporate office where it's all um uh Structured and uh, and goal and success oriented, and and to be able to 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 be able to speak this language that they can hear, so that my clients who are millionaires and and just so successful in building companies can actually live rich, full uh, lives uh, without killing themselves. Because I can I, I can't tell you how many people I know who have died making millions of dollars, and then before they're 50, they're dead. Right, not just sick they're dead and uh and it's 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 just a shame to actually have one and not know it
0: wow i really like i really like your purpose and it's quite a huge it's a huge job to go in the corporational world where everybody's in up with their head as you said and 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 help them to get in their hearts more and make decisions from that place from that intuitive intuitive place
1: but if I tell them that like, so again, so if I, if I put on my website that I'm going to come into your glass building, uh, and I'm going to take your new executives who you just promoted to a leadership position, and I'm going to teach them how to find their hearts, you're going to send me packing. Exactly, right? so, exactly. So f- figuring out how to be me, how to be authentic, and how to turn these new leaders into leaders, but from their hearts, from you know who they are, so that it so that they're not trying to ape other people. They're they're actually being themselves and learning their own leadership styles. Priceless. It's just hard to articulate.
0: Well, thank you for that. Yeah, that's very helpful. It and it gives me a few insights as well. Yesterday, I um, interviewed a person which um, had this idea to put love on on billboards, and uh, he was hesitating. He was afraid, and he just. Did it. So he he had a billboard and he started a non non profit organization and now he has 85 billboards all over the world. Wow. With a a single word on it love. So, and we spoke about that yesterday and he said, Oleg, I think self love is so important. And you know what? I went to your your Facebook feed and you, you spoke about self love a little bit as well. Could you please elaborate on that? What self love means to you?
1: You know, people, people confuse, you know, I think there's levels of self-love. Mm. Uh, I think we've spent so much time hating ourselves and beating ourselves up that when someone says, I'm going to love myself, I'm going to put myself first. That's a, a selfish and small self-love, but it's a necessary step. Like for me, setting boundaries was the first step in self-love because I was earnest. I was the guy who did everything for everybody, all things to all people. Uh, and uh, so, setting boundaries was my first level of self-love. Uh, but as I moved through it, for me, self self-love is is less selfish. And you know, alright, right, let's let's get real spiritual here. Yes, um, is you know, in the way of mastery, Shanti Christos sa- uh, says that you cannot love God, you cannot know God, until you love His creation. You cannot know God until you love His creation. And the light bulb went off of me. I'm his creation. Right? Exactly. Exactly. So I don't get to know God until I love this imperfect uh, bag of humanity, right? I get to I get to love me and then I get to know God. So so for me, loving me is not putting myself on a diet. It's loving this body and putting good foods into it. It's not. Uh, it, it's putting good people, you know, people around me that help me to to take care of this life. Uh, Self love is, uh, you know, is is sometimes just not inflicting pain on myself, uh, not abusing myself. Um, but it's it's it's. I I believe it's the only way to actually start to love other people authentically and and freely. Uh, you know, I, I think I've spent a lot of years working on putting love outward, uh, being a loving guy, seeing mm-hmm. myself as a loving guy. Uh, but that was
0: what that it was means, still, what it means. Seeing yourself as you a loving guy. What?
1: Just being ca- as kind as I could ah, possibly okay kind right. Just finding the good in people, doing favors mm. for people, doing mm. nice things, and just being known as the loving guy. And then that turned into my identity. Okay, right? saying yes to. And my you identity a... is still my ego. Yeah. Right. So now I'm known as the loving guy. And if I get caught not being loving, which I'm often grumpy. Uh, I'm an introvert. I don't <laughs> like being around people long periods of time. So I get grumpy, right? Uh, and then people call me out on being grumpy. I'm like, oh my God, I'm not loving. And, that, and then now, my, now they pierce the armor of my ego of this loving guy. And then as I start to learn to love me, this, this bag of meat, this, this, this just the whole plethora of humanity, now I can be if i want, dare use the word authentic but i can i can i can allow my humanity to be out in the world and be loving from a place of of connection of uh you know the, the sages always say there is no you or there's no difference between you or me there is no you and you or me there's only us right there's only one one yes uh, but now that i can love myself with all my faults and i don't have to hide them, you know, the, the way we got connected was me doing a uh, an interview where I was completely unvarnished about the struggles exactly. it was to become a successful coach, right? Instead of instead of holding on to that that um, view that I look like a successful coach, right? Uh, when you know that loving myself and and being able to be transparent and not have to have an image is so relaxing. Right to not just to just not have to be any specific image for anybody, not to not to have to do a particularly good job on this podcast. Is just show up with whoever I am. Of course, prepare. I can do all those things, but just to show up. And and for me, that that just takes my guard down, takes my dukes down, uh, so that I can be in relationship with people. So self love has helped me love other people from a completely different place than being the quote-unquote loving guy. Now I can be love instead of just trying to act loving. Wow.
0: You, you, you spoke so eloquently about that. I really like, it really resonated with me. Now, yeah, Self-love is about saying no when you have to. Self-love is listening to yourself. And it's just amazing. Mark, uh, as I was listening, how a person loves himself do you think love is something you create? For instance, you meditate more, or you you have an I am statement, maybe, and you speak about yourself in that loving way. How you create that? Because you spoke about creating yourself. How do you do that?
1: So I do have that. I do have my uh, you know I am love in all situations, mm-hmm. right? I I, I am. I am my brother. I am my sister. You know, I have those I am statements that I create mm-hmm. myself with because we create with our word. Mm-hmm. But I believe the sages. I believe everything I read that actually what I am is love. Who I am is love. Yes. You know, like, like I actually don't have to do anything, be anything to be love. What I'm doing is letting go of the things that cover it. Letting go of the things that get in the way of it uh, and, and not try and be it. But allow it to flow through love for me. Uh, and again, I, I I don't even know if we know what love is. Our human brains can say what love is. I believe that it's it's the oneness. It's it's uh it's that connection we feel. And you know what I, I I I watch um, I love watching talent shows.
0: Mm-hmm. I and, saw that on uh, your profile.
1: I, 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 that's, my, that's my little guilty pleasure because whenever someone unsuspected, you know, all the manipulating stories, you know, someone comes from, from the projects and from, the, you know, from poor and they get a chance and I'll ugly cry for that. But for <laughs> me, that's the connection that is where one, a shared experience, we'll call that love. And now I have a homing device for that. How can I cultivate that when I'm just sitting on my cushion by myself? How can I cultivate that when I'm in the grocery store online and love the person in front of me who's taking too long to pay as much as I love that person on the, on the talent show who moved my heart? Now I have a homing device to find that in myself. So do we create love? Sure. I cre- you know, I, I I create my world. So uh, because I, I I put out love, I allow love in my life. I'm surrounded by loving people. Uh, you know, I, I am support. So my world is filled with support. Uh, I am I am truly blessed. But I also know that it was it's because I've spent so much time creating the kinds of people, the kinds of connections, the kinds of um, interactions that I have.
0: Yeah, definitely. I ca- <laughs> when you spoke about T- talent shows like x factor and stuff like that you know so many times i listen to the same song and my son keeps asking why are you listening to the same song over and over because i get inspired by those people they put which, wait, which up- one's your which one's yours you know the the newest one is he i forgot his name is a indian guy i forgot his name basically but what do you mean what, what my what my show is or what No, you, no, I,
1: mean? I was just curious if they like Susan Boyle, like that Susan
0: Boyle was the first one. Yes, way Susan Boyle is one of them, and, yes.
1: And and that you know, like I could go back and watch that and cry every single time. Right? <laughs> Absolutely stunning.
0: Definitely, definitely. Because it shows the human spirit, isn't it? And that's that's what love means to me. Love is all around us. Love is everywhere. Love is in this glass, love is this and this podcast is everywhere. It's, it's, love is an understanding for me. It's just a seeing, it's just all around me. Oh, beautiful. I feel, I feel in love right now. <laughs> so, Mark, this podcast is called Power of Insights. And um, my guests being here, they, I ask them one question, one common question, which is, can you share with us one insight which had an impact on you, which shifted something in your life? Do you have one of those?
1: Yeah, I, I would say that I actually create my world. That is a, that was a huge insight. And it took a, you know, like I, I heard it early on and I intellectualized it, but it takes new meaning uh, and deeper meaning every, every year uh, that I create my world. You know, when I, when I create challenges in my world, crap in my world, and someone says, how did you create that? And I really have to sit and take responsibility and, uh, And look at that. I can see all the little choices, all the decisions, all the things I did to create or co-create a circumstance in my life. Now, the trick for me is to not take the blame for it, not to feel guilty, not to fall into that, but to go, oh, if I had the power to create this, I have the power to create something different. I have the power. I can learn from that all the way up to this point, to this moment in time. Now it's all in the past. Everything in the past is made up because it goes through our little brain that just skews everything anyway. So I don't even remember the truth. So now I can take all that information and go, now what in this moment do I want to do differently to create something different? That to me was a game changer. Uh, after I finally got, Got rid of the blame. Oh, I created this debt. I created this bad relationship. I created this problem with this person. I'm such a bad person. When I was able to let go of that and go, oh, with my consciousness, with who I was, that was the best I could do up until this moment. Now, do I have the wherewithal to choose something different and create from here? Total game changer for me.
0: That's amazing. And um, you said something very important, which is when you look back at your creations. Don't, don't cry about it or don't blame yourself. Don't, uh, you know, or feel guilty what you have done five or 10 years ago. Just start seeing for what it was and, and learn from it and go forward and create something new, something what you want, something what- what I, do, what, I do,
1: what I do feel, what I do allow myself to feel is sometimes grief. Yes. Sometimes I feel grief for the consequences of those actions so that my body will remember that to give me the motivation to create something different, so yes. the, to, feel, to feel the yeah. loss of time with my kids because I made different choices or feel the loss, right? That, that really gives me the impetus uh, to, to create something different is so, feeling that loss and that grief.
0: In, in other words, don't run away from those feelings. Stay right. with them. That's what I do in my meditation. I just literally close my eyes and all those things are coming and I heal them in that way. Can I, can I, can I challenge you?
1: Absolutely. Okay. Live, in new person, uh, challenge uh, me. Uh,
0: it's, it's just, I, I ask you for permission because I, I just, I was thinking to ask you this question. I was debating with myself, but I decided to do that now. So you said you wanted to find something to teach people how to find the quiet little thing in them, themselves every single day. So how can you do that? How can you teach people to do that? That's my challenge. Uh,
1: you know, that, that, uh, I, you've done some research because that's, that's actually, uh, how, do, how can people find that quiet little voice? Yes, yes. Uh, and, you know, the impetus of that is my, my ex-wife, when we, when we were first dating and first married, uh, she used to say, my little voice says this and my little voice says that. I'm like, what the hell is your little voice? Mm-hmm. She's like, I don't know, but my little, you know, my little voice is never wrong. It's not always exact, but it's never wrong. And I, I always made fun of her for it but I always wanted my own little voice, right? like, you know, like I want a little voice and I, I didn't have it for so many years. And actually I did have it. Everybody has it. It's just, I couldn't hear it. So the two things that I, that I suggest to people first is slow down. We have to stop. Yes. We have to stop. You, you can't hear your voice when you're running. You can't hear your voice when the when the gerbils are running in your head and you just can't hear your voice. So you really do need to slow down to start to know what that voice is. And the way I suggest people do it is if they don't want to meditate, sometimes I say just meditate for 1 minute, let's start there. But you know, have a cup of coffee, stare out the window, get rid of your phone, don't put on the news, just stare out the window with your cup of coffee and just breathe. The second is breathing from your belly. Uh, I cannot tell you the game changing it is to notice where you're breathing. Put your hand on your belly. And slowly learn to breathe from there. Breathe from, breathe from your center of gravity. Uh, the Hawaiians call it the Na'au. The Buddhists call it the Hara. That's where your grounded and centeredness is. That's where your connection to God, to the infinite is, uh, to use big words. Uh, if you can do that, now you're breathing. Now you're feeling life. Now you're feeling some semblance of, and that voice can come up. Uh, the next piece is pen and paper, uh, morning pages. I, I I suggest that to everybody. Get a pen and a piece of paper. I don't believe in a journal. I believe in separate pieces of paper because I want to write crap and I don't want anybody to read. So I write my three pages. And uh, by the way, for your people, for your people, we'll put uh, Mark J Silverman slash uh, poi. Is that the, that's uh, we'll do forward slash poi? And I'll put uh, uh, a link. I'll put a self forgiveness. Um, Exercise. And I'll put my, my, my Brilliant. journaling exercise Brilliant. on there for your, for your listeners. Definitely. Uh, uh, but, uh, you know, pen and paper for me, morning pages is a way of writing. You write three pages, you write For 20 minutes. And by the time I wow. get all the crap out for the first couple of pages by page three, that little voice starts to talk. I start to know that little voice and you can tell that little voice because it, it's not punitive. It's not nasty. Sometimes it's a little irreverent. Like when it said, told me to start a podcast and I didn't want to start a podcast in <laughs> three days in a row while I'm meditating. It's like, start a podcast. I'm like, I'm not starting a podcast. Um, and then I did and everything showed up producers and re- you know, like everything showed wow. up for it. Right. Wow. Um, so that's the piece is, is call, that, that little voice is uh, the muse. It's God, it's, it's elusive, and it wants you to meet it. You, you just have to give it the, the fertile ground for it to meet you. And then it takes time to decipher it because you'll be at the supermarket and the little voice will talk. And it's harder to hear than when you're sitting on your cushion. Right. So you, as you practice Getting to know that little voice, it'll start to show up everywhere you go. To more and more, where you live from that instead of your head.
0: That's it. So you, you just taught me how to do it. So you're professional at it. Thank you very much. <laughs> what a beautiful way, a, a way to end the podcast. Mark, can you share with the people how can they find you?
1: Uh, so my website is markjsilverman.com. Markletterjsilverman.com. Best way to do it. Or mastering midlife. Uh, dot com. My, my podcast is Mastering Midlife, How to Thrive When the World Asks the Most of You. It's going to be my new book. Um, so you can go to Mastering Midlife or MarkJSilverman.com. And again, for your listeners, we'll do a forward slash uh, POI uh, so that they can get those, those uh, free gifts.
0: Uh, Definitely. Uh, you can send them to me and I will add them everywhere I can on my website on my LinkedIn profile sure. and stuff like that. Well, Mark, thank you for being here. I really appreciate your time. Thank you. This was, a, this was such, a, such a lovely conversation. Thank you. I appreciate it. If you enjoyed it, please subscribe and review this podcast and share with your friends who can benefit from this. It would be great if you can leave a comment, and I would love to hear from you. Thank you for listening.